For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! Kansas City at Baltimore, and they're favored by four. Are you taking the deal or not? No deal. The NFC Championship game, the Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers, that has swelled to 7.5 points for the 49ers at home. Deal or no deal? No deal there either. I'm taking the deal. So two X's from him, two check marks from me. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the RP Show. Do you have me? Are we good? Bingo! It's episode number... Yay! All right. Thanks, boys. It's episode number 1168 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. I have my rodeo clown shirt on today, as you can tell, for those that are watching on Game Plus Television and the streams. And if you are listening on WQEE down there in Atlanta, uh, a big howdy-do. And welcome to uh, your favorite daytime sports talk show. Let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. I apologize, Darren. Be ready. I hope you've got some notes in front of you because I've been having issues with my audio box here. It might be time for a new one. So I hope you're prepared to potentially host two hours of sports talk Bingo. on your own today. Are you good? <laughs> Do you have lots of notes? Do you have lots of notes in front of you? I'll be ready. Lots of NFL talk, and I should clarify off the top. They played the, the boys' nice job playing the deal or no deal from last week. Got them both right. So the betting advice was on point if you took that for deal or no deal. But it doesn't mean we're happy. I picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl, and we really wanted Detroit to win. So, you know, you can win the bets and still not be too happy coming out of the weekend. Hey, I did not get offended at all on Friday. Trust me. I only thought about it like eight times after Friday's show. You and Jim Barker. <laughs> Baltimore's got to win. Baltimore. Uh, who said San Fran? Yeah. Whatever. Hey, but that's, that's what we love about sports, right? The ultimate reality television. That's what we had. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's going to be just me and, me and Moose for a lot of our one. Actually, all of our one today and a lot of our two. Sportsnet's Arash Madani, who was in Baltimore for the big game yesterday. The AFC Championship is going to be with us in hour two. That's the deal. We got a lot to get to, so that's it. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Direct and we'll get down to business. Hot damn. All right. Thank you. Uh, number one, the big story. It, of course, is Super Bowl 58. Well, we're going to tell the fishing stories in a moment because you wanted to know what was the deal, me going deep sea fishing yesterday, and we'll get to that. Shout out Brent Waltman. He's probably, I don't know where he's watching. Let's just wait a minute or two, let everybody get settled in, and then we'll get into story time 
That's not the big story. The fishing is not the big story, even though it's a great one. The big story is Championship Sunday, the conference finals. Brock Purdy threw for 267 yards and a touchdown. And the San Francisco 49ers rallied from 17 points down at halftime Sunday to beat the Detroit Lions 34-31 and reach the Super Bowl. The 49ers scored 17 points in the third quarter and then pulled away in the fourth to earn a rematch against Kansas City because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were at their best and Kansas City's defense delivered another gem against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens helping the Chiefs reach the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years with a 17-10 win in Sunday's AFC Championship game. I smile because I walked into Johnny O's gymnasium this morning. David was uh, just inside the door, the day manager, and he gave me that look like Dorothy from the Golden Girls because he was the one that said, I'm sick of the Chiefs. I'm sick of Kelsey. I'm sick of... Well, he didn't say that. They all like Travis Kelsey. He's like, I'm just sick of the whole thing, the whole circus. So I walk in there this morning. I said, hey, two more weeks of your boy, Mahomes. He just gave me that. <laughs> that Dorothy look. <laughs> right? And I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I've talked about it a lot. I admire greatness. I know it's hard to win. What the Chiefs are doing is unbelievable. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the games yesterday. And let me tell you this. This is what I saw. The Chiefs had control of that whole game. They just, like, toyed with the Ravens. And Lamar Jackson, you know, who got the bag last summer, they talk about him maybe being the MVP this year, guiding his team to the number one seed. He was not good. And the Chiefs were just dominant. They were in control as a team that's been there before. It's in my commentary today. If we ever doubted experience, the importance of experience, Look at Sunday's conference championships. Because San Francisco, same thing. They got down. Did you ever think the 49ers were going to lose to Detroit, even though they were down by a lot, with 24 to 10 at one point? Did you ever think they were going to lose? Because I didn't. I did, actually. I thought at halftime they were, like, going into the half. I'm like, this is crazy. But, you know, to kind of come to your side a little bit, I never thought it was over. You know, you always in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, they're up pretty big but they better keep their foot on the gas because this is San Fran who will come back. But, you know, I thought, I thought they did everything they needed to do, especially early. Um, and maybe at the end of that first half for Detroit, settling for a field goal and not getting a touchdown out of that, that might have been a big turning point. Yeah, and, and listen, it's in my further down, my quick six show topics here, the, the matchup of the Super Bowl which is going to be San Francisco versus Kansas City, a rematch from four years ago, which the Chiefs won. But we have a lot to unpack from Sunday. So when we talk about, you know, where, did you think the Lions were going to win? Because I never really did. That goes back to they hadn't been there before. They played very calmly. Jared Goff was great, right? It was the coaching that everybody's talking about. They, they were last night and they are this morning. Uh, Dan Campbell because they had the lead into the third quarter, as I mentioned, and he decides to go for it on fourth and two from San Fran's 28-yard line. And I'm enjoying the debate, although I'm very close to just turning it off because it's getting to be too much. But people are like, take the points, tight the points, kick the field goal, you cost your team the game. That's what he's done all year. I think he would do it again. I think he'd, I absolutely know he would do it again. How many times do we have to say in this show, football is the ultimate hindsight sport? Ultimate. If it works and they convert on fourth and two, nobody's talking about it. But it didn't work, so Dan Campbell's a jerk and an idiot and cost his team the game. So 
Our poll question for our good friends at Key Auto Group is this, and by the way, at the Key Auto Group, they're driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. The question is, did Dan Campbell cost his team the game? We're talking about going forward on fourth and two, turning the ball over. I just said they gave up how many points in the second half? 20? More. In the second half, it didn't come down to the call to go for it. That's my take. Uh, so put me down as a no. But Moose, please disagree with me just for the sake of entertainment and tell me that Dan Campbell did cost his team the game. But I saw you nodding that Dan Campbell would do it again. That's who he is. What's your take on that situation? He would do it again. Um, and, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword, right? That's what got you there. Ultimately, it was yes. what let you down in the end. But that's Dan Campbell. And he's going to go out swinging. The one thing I will say, you know, where he cost it is if you're up and the way they played that first half, once you get to that point, going into the half with a 17-point lead, I think at that point you start just putting as many points on the board as often as you can. Um, if it was a one, if you're if you're in a tie game, if it's close and you know that's how you got there, you know, go for it. But I think at that point, the more points you can pile on and the harder you can make it for San Francisco to come back, the better. But Dan Campbell's never been a conservative guy. So why would we expect him to all of a sudden in the NFC Championship game become a conservative guy? Not going to happen. Uh, again, that's who he is. So we shouldn't be surprised. By the way, thank you to Herb in Melville for the reminder that the text line is open, 902-518-3033. We're open for business. Brought to you by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers, 902-518-3033. Ask for them by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store. Uh, he says, from a Canadian guy watching NFL, it's boring. Three downs is more watchable. Okay, bye-bye, Herb. Thanks for your opinion, but run along. Nine uh, years, as I look at the text line here, nine years on Saturday was my sober anniversary. So, and I thank a lot of people. Uh, oh, thank you. Well, Jeff and Esteban, our good guy, he texted me and he's like, think of what, how far you've come. And I was like, I wasn't really thinking about that. And, and that's because the way my brain works, I was looking back, thinking about where I was nine years ago. It wasn't, wasn't a good place, right? I was starting to get down. And people like Perry Shockey writes in from Lethbridge, hockey guy, and he says, congrats on your nine years. Takes big balls and courage. Thank you, Shocks. That's true. That is true. Um, and I did see uh, one of my advisors here face-to-face. -face. I hadn't seen her for two years, and I saw her on the weekend, and uh, she's like, what have you learned? I said, I've come a long way, and i got a long ways to go. It, it never stops, the journey of self-improvement. But thank you, Shocks, for that, and you, Darren, for uh, recognizing it and the, and the people that said the nice things. It's just a, a little detour. That's what came in on the text line here from our people. Um, before we turn to hockey, because we have a lot to get through here on Hour 1, anybody who follows my social media, at Rod Peterson Official on Instagram, at Rod Peterson on Twitter, saw that I was out deep sea fishing yesterday. So it was a guy named Brent Waltman. D Darren, this is unbelievable. Okay, he found me through the Florida Panthers fan page. But he's originally from Regina, and he worked. He was a meat cutter at Proby's Meats on the highway to Avonlea. He goes, you ever heard of Proby's Meats? I said, heard of it. 
My mom bought our meat there at Proby's. He goes, oh, I worked there as a meat cutter. And he came down here in 96 and never really went back. But he's a Panther season ticket holder. Not only is he Canadian, he's from my neck of the woods, as my mom would say. So he took me out on his professional fishing boat, which reminds me, it ain't like just dropping your line in the water like we all think and then, you know, going and getting a sandwich, tying a bell to it. No, he's got four lines in the water. He's got a kite in the air. He's got live bait at different depths. He's got, obviously, the fish finder. He's got, it's professional. It was a team. And it reminded me of farming. If you've ever done it, being on the tractor, watching the swather, watching the cedar, you can't, it's not back-breaking labor when you're in the tractor, but you can't take your eyes off it because something could go wrong. And that's exactly what fishing was like. And then, so I'm, I'm content to just sit here and watch, boys. Nice day. Having fun. I did get a little seasick, but I got over it. But then all of a sudden, oh, we got one. We got one. They're like, Rod, get on the reel. And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Get on it. Okay. <laughs> so I, I grab it. And, and then they laughed at me because it was like I was pulling on this thing for dear life. It was a 40-pound sailfish. Nothing crazy. But then they pulled it into the boat. And here's another thing on that. I put the photo on social media and people are up our ass about, hope you threw that back. I'm like, what business is it of yours? I turned to Brent and Josh, who was the other guy with us, and I'm like, why do people care so much? They're like, ah, it's the save the animals people. That's the kind of people that it is. Well, okay, it's none of your business. We did throw it back, but what if we didn't? We did. So I guess we're out of, I'm like, it's like the people <laughs> that don't like rodeo. It's the same people. You know what I mean? Yeah. The ones that are out picketing in front of a rodeo. I just walk by them and go into the rodeo or the PBR, professional bull riding. It's the same people. Mind your own business. How about that? So that was my fishing story. That? And thank you, Brent. We'll probably do it again, but it was a fun way to spend, uh, spend a day. And don't, you gotta, don't you gotta say... Do it yeah, don't say that a 40-pound fish is no big deal. Because especially from where you and I come from, nobody's pulling out a 40-pound fish <laughs> from the lake's in Saskatchewan and all the great fishing. I don't think I've heard of a 40-pound jackfish. So, uh, well done. Okay. And I'm sure it wasn't easy. How did you get it into the boat from the thing? Big net? Well, go watch my Instagram. The story's there. No, no, no. Brent just reached in and grabbed it. Everybody thought it was a swordfish because its nose looked like a sword, but it's not. It's a sailfish, apparently, because his fin looks like a sail. They just grabbed it by the nose and pulled it in. And I didn't have any gloves on, which I meant to bring some, but I'm not exactly an experienced fisherman. So he's like, grab the tail. I'm like, I, uh, okay. <laughs> I grabbed it and it was just like rubber. It wasn't, felt like, wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And then they're like, get the picture and throw it back in, which we also have video of that too. I didn't even know that you had to do that. I didn't know that it was a thing. So anyways. Well, the picture uh, makes it look all calm. Fishing. Good guy. But the, but then you had the oh gift or the, or the uh, boomerang, and, and, and you could see that that fish was flopping everywhere trying to get the photo. Oh, yeah. So well done. <laughs> it was huge. Really big. Literally. Yeah. No, no fish story here. Thank God for pictures, right? Okay. Moving on to hockey, and this will be fun. Jordan Eberle, my dear friend, scored twice and added an assist as the Seattle Kraken knocked off the visiting Columbus Blue Jackets 4-2 Sunday. Jared McCann and Brandon Tanev also scored for the Kraken. Uh, Braden Shen earlier in the day scored at 104 of overtime as the St. Louis Blues edged the visiting LA Kings 4-3. Forget about the games. 
Let's talk about the other stuff, these kings. Uh, this morning I'm listening to NHL radio at Johnny O's as I was running five miles on NHL radio. They were talking about this being, just to throw you a live grenade, if there was one thing, Moose, that you would say typified this NHL season so far, and we're, you know, at the All-Star break, so now would be a good time to reflect. What would you say it is? I mean, they had theirs, and I would agree with them, but what would you say is the typifies this season how would you describe it in a sentence the year big of swing. the blank the year of the streaks or the big swings from being high highs to low lows that's what i would say funny you you would be right in that but they well it's not what they said they said the year of the fired coach but you're also very correct on that not only on the good side but the philly flyers have lost five in a row so for the guy that wrote in and said what about john tortorella for coach of the year what about it? Like, wait a week. But they said it's about the year of the fired coach. And you can't even literally, you get to think about it. Lane Lambert, Craig Berube, uh, Jay Woodcroft, DJ Smith. Do I have them all? Who, who's going to be next? Because I don't think they're done yet. So we, have, we are up against it for our first break. When we come back. We're just scratching the surface on this. More on Super Bowl 58 and all the other sports topics that have come up out of a wild weekend. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. (coughs) Pardon me. We're live and at it. The Telemiracle 50-50. Where's my bell? No, nowhere handy. That's what. The Telemiracle 50-50 is live and another great way to support Telemiracle, Saskatchewan's charity. And also have the chance to win half the jackpot. It's truly win-win for Sask residents. The lottery is live now, the 50-50. Go to telemiracle5050.com and get your tickets. Don't wait and have a chance at the big prize, but support the Kinsmen and Kinettes, helping people improve their lives daily. Let's bring in the moose. And since we are here, stop for a second talking about hockey before we go back to football. Um, I don't mind... Wherever you're watching from, all across North America, on Game Plus TV, or listening on the radio, wouldn't it be nice if Atlanta had an NHL market where we're on the radio there daily? You know, write in with your thoughts on your team at the All-Star break. I feel like we'll do this later in the week, because we're not officially on the All-Star break. There's one game tonight, Nashville at Ottawa. But how do you feel about your team? Like, a guy wrote in to me on the weekend with regards to my 10 things column. I had a lot of thoughts on the Orders and the Jets and the Panthers and various teams that we follow. And the guy was like, what do you think about the Flames? Eh, what is there to be said about the Flames? I can't argue with Robert Munich from Flames Nation who wrote and said they beat Chicago 1-0. He's like, on Saturday, he's like, I don't mean to be negative, but it's only Chicago. And it's only 1-0. <laughs> and they've lost four in a row at home. Like, that's not, I don't feel like he was being negative. He's, he's right. Like, I know that it's hard to win, but if you're a Flames fan, it's kind of hard to be excited right now, right? And, I'm, and I'm, I try to be positive, but the team, the team has not really given us reason to be positive about them. Fair? You're, you're following them at least casually. You're what do you think? So fair. Like, you know, I heard out of Calgary that that's such a win that felt like a loss, you know? Um, yeah. one nothing over Chicago. You go into the break and... You should be riding a high, but you're not. And, you know, it's an opportunity for them to reset. But with other teams, like Toronto has had their ups and downs, but a really great two-game set against the Jets, and you're feeling really good about this team all of a sudden. The way they played against one of the league's best, you're feeling good going into the break. Even for Winnipeg, on the flip side, going in having lost a couple of games against Toronto, I think you still feel really good going into the break because you've shown that you can be one of the best teams in the league. You know, in in Calgary, we just haven't seen that from them in any sort of consistent way, and that's just what's really frustrating. Edmonton, you know, had the low lows, but, man, obviously everybody's feeling good um, up there in the Alberta capital. So, I mean, you can pull a lot of positives from teams. You can't with Calgary right now, and that's tough. Again, what is there to be said? (laughs) It's right in front of you. That's... By the way, the whole thing, the rest is all noise. I've said for how long, Darren, don't listen to us. Don't listen to me specifically. I won't speak for you. We're just, we're full of bunk over here. Yet everybody listens all the time. It's like all these talk shows all year long, going back to the NFL, which we're going to look at the Super Bowl in a moment, but it was the Chiefs don't look like the same team. They don't have the playmakers. They don't have this. 
we'll do our talking on the field. Every team should say that. Or we'll do our talking on the ice. Because what if they go out and just had their way toyed with the Ravens? Chris Jones was a beast in that game yesterday. A disruptive influence along the line of scrimmage. Chris Jones, that's what he does. They were the same old Chiefs. But all year, we heard that they weren't. You know? And that's the whole thing about the NHL. Flames, if you don't like what's being said about you... Go do something about it. And they're not. And I don't blame their fans for being upset. Now, by the way, just I, I hate to say this because I really do love Todd McClellan. And I didn't hear his news conference last week, but Scott Laughlin and Gord Stelic were talking about it this morning on NHL radio that I guess he basically said he's all out of ideas. If somebody heard it, paraphrase it for me because I'm going by what they said. Todd basically was like, they said it sounded like he was asking for help. Like, I'm out of ideas figuring out what it takes to get this team to win. And the thing about Todd, and let's be honest, been following his career since he was the head coach of the North Battleford North Stars. I don't even think they were the Battleford North Stars when Todd was there. And then Swift Current, and then Houston, Detroit, Edmonton, and now L.A. Todd always seems to be the kind of guy that could only get you so far. There are a lot of coaches like that. Bruce Boudreau comes to mind. I don't know yet if I would put Paul Maurice in that. But do you know what I mean? A very good coach, but will only take you so far. And maybe that's what's going on with the L.A. Kings. I don't know. Could be. It's, you mentioned Paul Maurice, and that's the first thing that came to mind. Doesn't this sound eerily similar to when he pulled the plug and left Winnipeg? And said, look, the buttons I'm pressing, I'm pushing the same buttons and they're not having the same effect. You know, and I, and I don't have any more buttons to press. So my message isn't getting through anymore. And they need a new message. And I need a new team. And, you know, and maybe Todd McClellan is there too. Um, he pressing the buttons with, with LA. He had a really good team. Now the message isn't getting through anymore. So maybe they need a new voice. Um, and, and it just, to me, the parallels there between McClellan and the situation with Pomo in uh, Winnipeg, uh, it comes to mind as being really similar to me. And again, I didn't hear the quote. If somebody's watching or listening and did, please tell me if I'm way off base here. But uh, that's a good comparison with Paul Maurice. And which, by the way, Pomo turns around and takes Florida to the Stanley Cup final. So it's not about... It's about him in that spot, not about him as a coach, yeah. is kind of what I think we're both saying here. By the way, Chad in Lethbridge writes in uh, watching. He says that the Flames looked awful on Thursday against the lowly Jackets. They need to be sellers. The team looked like they have no drive, no heart. When Markstrom gave the puck away, it looked like number one, like no one had his back. Sorry. Um, and that's where I feel sorry for Flames fans. But it is what it is. And that's where I'm not going to sit here. There's a lot of shows that will sit and talk about what's wrong with the Flames. Go around and around, chase your tail. It's been the same for a really long time. And I don't see it changing anytime soon. Feel bad for you. I'm ready to flip it around back to football here in a second. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Ah, Wayne in BC says, I love how my Canucks are doing going into the All-Star weekend. They are staying steady, but hopefully not peaking too early. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, as a Jets fan, let's just say that the All-Star break couldn't get here fast enough. This team just isn't the same without Shifley. I'm very concerned about lack of scoring depth. 
Jay in Winnipeg says the Flames won't even make a wild card spot. Ryan on radio in Atlanta says yes, it would, Rod. WQEE and the RP show, Atlanta's NHL show. It just goes together like peas and carrots. Moose, this show in Atlanta and the NHL. Um, you can continue to welcome your comments, everybody. 902-518-3033, Sober Carpenter text line, or the streaming as well. I'm not joking. We are live. It's, it's as we were sitting out on the high seas on the Atlantic yesterday, which I, the more I think about it, it was really amazing. I was a little overwhelmed at first. I wasn't saying too much. This was a new experience for me. But Brent, the guy that owned the boat, the Panther season ticket holder, he's like, what I really like about your Panthers show and your Lightning show is that you talk about the Panthers and the Lightning. And although that sounds odd, it's not, right? Because if he wants to go watch an NHL show, it's about every other team but the Florida teams. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing else like it. And he was sort of like, but the one thing is it's not live. It's a podcast. Can you make it live? <laughs> one thing at a time, Grasshopper. We're getting there. We're, get, we're getting there. Let's just say it's all going great, and I appreciate Brent Waltman watching. Um, back to the National Football League. The San Francisco 49ers, point three, opened as two-point favorites to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58 on February 11th in Las Vegas. We talked about the scores from Sunday. The 49ers won the NFC Championship on Sunday with a 34-31 comeback win over the Detroit Lions and the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs, won the AFC title 17-10 over Baltimore. Going to not uh, be surprised to tell you or not afraid to tell you, I'm surprised the 49ers would be the favorites. Uh, I am. Which, by the way, back to the experience thing, it's one thing for Joe Sixpack, Sally Sixpack, whatever, to go to the betting window or on your app and drop some money, inexperienced bettors, but the odds makers had it wrong. You know what I mean? It's like they didn't factor in the Chiefs' experience in championship games like that. You know, why, know. why the ch- No respect! Again! Well, and that's why, you know, especially with the line being at four going into that game, uh, I thought you had to put the money on Kansas City. But the thing with Baltimore that just drove everybody nuts is that they completely were a different team than what we saw in the regular season. What were they in the regular season? They were physical. They ran the ball with, with Jackson, with Gus Edwards, with their entire backfield. They ran the ball. And what did they do in this game? Stopped running the ball. They didn't run the football. They tried to be this finesse passing team. And you saw Lamar Jackson, the interception in the end zone. You can't make that play. They completely shifted how they played the game. I don't know if they were trying to catch Kansas City off guard, but it didn't work. And then they had rookies making rookie mistakes. You know, Zay Flowers, a rookie, making mistakes with that fumble, big plays, and a taunting penalty. Those things came back to hurt them. You talked about not factoring in the experience. Well, that was the inexperience of Baltimore that, that kind of cost them at the same time. The Jug is watching in Saskatoon. He writes in and he says, Brock Purdy, second-year player going to the Super Bowl. Sorry, Lamar, you're a choke artist like Josh Allen. I'm just going to pass along the comments. Not sure that I, I, like I won't necessarily agree. I'm just passing them along. I'm just a steward of the audience. 
Jeff the Stams fan says, I think the Chiefs win fairly easily. They have a championship pedigree that's immeasurable. I agree. And I think the Chiefs will win this. But do not forget, the 49ers lost the last two NFC Championship games. They'll have the hunger to win it all. Do not discount that. The hunger to get to the top of the mountain. Carlos in Indianapolis writes in. He says, the Chiefs are underdogs? Does Bet Regal know something we don't? Well, by the way, I very quickly scambled over uh, to betregal.ca. They have the 49ers as one-point favorites. And let's remember, we're two weeks out from the game. That will change. That'll change based on injuries, based on the color of dress Taylor Swift is wearing. You name it. Um, and I want to say this, too. Uh, with, this, with the Sober Bowl, we're hosting a sober big game party. I, wanna, I don't want to get my ass sued up. Sober big game party at the Clark County Amphitheater in Las Vegas. I'll be there moderating a panel with Lee Steinberg, Ryan Leaf, Houston great Earl Campbell. We got a guy there from five, something called Five Finger Death Punch. How about that? Sober guy. Uh, we got a comedian. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. And forever, I, I'm being somewhat facetious, but forever. I know. Sober Bowl, was, Sober Bowl was held the night before the game, so I booked my flight to get out of Vegas Sunday afternoon at 1, like I always do with the Grey Cup. I come in, host all the parties, do the thing, and by the time they kick off, I'm long gone, either in the air or home. So I tried to do this here, and then the agenda comes out, and it's like, no, no, here's the schedule. Here's when you're on stage, Rod, Sunday afternoon in Vegas. Whoa, 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 what? This is the day of the game? So the whole idea is for 20 bucks for adults, $10 for kids. It's no different than what we did at my pizza restaurant in Regina. But now it's at the biggest game in the world. Uh, so I changed my flight. So it's a red eye. The game kicks off at 3.30, local, Vegas time, in Las Vegas. My flight's 11.30 at night, red eye, fly all the way back to Miami. And so I'm kind of sitting, I told Darren this morning on the, in our meeting, so should I happen to get a free invite to the game? I'll be good to go. So you never know how these things are going to go. My sense is that it's going to happen. You know what I mean? I know. You get down there, you start wheeling and dealing, and you never know who you run into. And, you know, somebody's got an extra spot in their suite or an extra ticket to the game. Are you available? Are you going with anybody? Well, I just happen to not be going. How about that? And away you go. Slide right Come on into our suite. Or do what I did at the Avenir Center in Moncton. Buy a couple of subs at Subway and walk up to the security gate. These are for the owner. I'm just delivering his subs. That might work too. We'll see. Uh, Brent, Brent, Waltman, the guy that took me fishing yesterday. He writes and he says, the Chiefs showed yesterday that they know how to win playoff games. Confidence and experience usually prevail. Right? Until the window closes. But I don't think we're there yet. And uh, by the way, uh, Ryan O'Radio, he's got a ponytail, Ryan O'Radio, from WQE in Atlanta, our boss there in Atlanta. He's a big rocker. I don't know if you knew that, Darren. He knows sports. He knows music. He knows everything. And he says, uh, bassist, Chris Kale. He's a great guy. He's the sober guy in the band Five Finger Death Punch. I knew who they were. So he's part of our panel. Patrolman Pete writes in, he says, that's a hell of a panel. 
I know, right? And somehow I weaseled my way in there. We'll be right back. It's the RP Show on a Monday. Daytime Sports Talk on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Yeah, the host with the most, I'd like to think. Before we bring the moose back on, I want to tell you, Canada's top men's curling teams are in the thick of their season. All eyes focused on the Montana's Briar in Regina, presented by AGI. Tickets are on sale now. We're getting down to the nitty-grit, folks, of the playdowns and ticket sales. They range in price from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and the seat. Youth tickets are just $9.99, though, for all draws. Get your tickets now at curling.ca slash tickets and you can also order your tickets for the uh scotties if that's your thing and that's why i said hang on with the moose thing we gotta we gotta, we gotta mention this we're partners with curling canada we're big fans winnipeg's caitlin laws defeated beth peterson no relation nine eight sunday to win the manitoba women's curling women's curling championship in booker spot next month in calgary at the scotties it's going to be at windsport beginning february 16th Clancy Grandy of Vancouver Curling Club won the BC Women's Championship with an 11-3 victory over Corinne Brown of Kamloops Sunday. Selena Sturme of Edmonton stole two in the 10th end to edge Kayla Skirlick of Calgary 6-5 to win Alberta. Danielle Inglis of the uh, Ottawa Hunt and Golf Club edged Carly Howard of Toronto's High Park Club 8-7 in 11 ends. To win the Ontario Women's Provincial Championship, Krista McCarville of Thunder Bay defeated Sudbury's Krista Burns 6-4 to win the Northern Ontario Women's Crown. Laurie St. George of Glenmore Laval Sur de Lac defeated Noemi Vero of Chicoutimi 8-4 to win the Quebec Women's Championship. And Jane Nicolina Wells de Carlo of Charlottetown. Oh my God, I feel so sorry for Vic Router. Jane Nicolina Wells de Carlo won the PEI title, and Stacy Curtis of St. John's defeated Heather Strong, also of St. John's, 11-8 to win the Newfoundland crown. Let's bring in the moose, and I will tell you that uh, our sporting updates are brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca, and for Landmark Cinemas, in theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic, Mean Girls. Poor Vic Rauner, huh? Make the <laughs> I know. I was just thinking that, and then you said it, and it's just like, yeah, he'll uh, mention those, those places once, and then he'll move on. 
and probably won't hear from those those again. Um, but uh, he'll be a pro and handle it. But man, that's tough. Uh, by the way, people are saying, Rod, you didn't mention Saskatchewan, your home province. No, because if you didn't notice, like always, Saskatchewan's a week ahead. We're way ahead of everybody. Darren called the provincial final. You want to talk about the provincial Scotties? And Skyler, who's going to yeah. be on this show tomorrow? Skyler Ackerman, um, youngest uh, skip in, in uh, Saskatchewan history to, to uh, win the playdowns. Uh, we found out that there was another, uh, also 22 years old, but uh, Skyler's younger by a couple of months. So, um, yeah, Skyler Ackerman, originally, I believe, from Moose Jaw, girls out of Saskatoon now. She's going to represent Saskatchewan. Um, they, yeah, you're right. They were a week ahead, and uh, the men get going uh, Wednesday this week to find the men's uh, uh, rep for the Briar. Beautiful. I had to grab, I had to grab my bell. I've had enough time without my bell. It was just over here, just a little out of my reach. So I just rolled the curling report in with our sponsorship from Curling Canada and Bob's your uncle. Bob's uh, your uncle. Johnny M has, Bob, Bob's your uncle. Johnny M from Winnipeg has <laughs> written in with something to do with Royal Rumble and, and, and a Facebook link. You're breaking a couple of rules here, Johnny. One is a hard written, it's in the bylaws of the RP show. Don't send links. And I'd prefer if you didn't send photos either to the text line because it's a pain in the ass. 902-518-3033. And then he says, WWE Royal Rumble last weekend. Yeah, I don't care at all. Nope. That's the unwritten rule of thumb. Of the, we're not going to talk pro wrestling here. I appreciate that you watch the show, but if you're going to watch it and expect us to talk pro wrestling, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, it's not that I don't respect it. I know they're filling arenas. They're making billions of dollars, which, by the way, I did read the story of Vince McMahon stepping down as the CEO of the parent company of WWE amid, amid the disgusting allegations against oh, him. My no. God, I hope that's not true. Like, I was a pro wrestling fan. But then I discovered a thing called Girls. <laughs> Wasn't that interesting anymore. Sorry. Um, Herb. Same guy. I like this Herb guy from Melville. He writes in, he says, I've been a Flames fan for years. My thoughts are they need to change management. All are long timers. They need a new perspective. Well, <laughs> should I tell him or do you want to? <laughs> Craig Conroy is the new general manager, and the head coach is Ryan Huska. So it's same faces change. I'll tell you something, and the results are the same. It ain't it ain't their fault. I thought Daryl Sutter was the problem, didn't you? We um, That's what they told us. <laughs> yeah, and I. It's interesting with the people that join this show. I was the voice of two separate teams for a very long time, a generation. That's why I'm so tired at my age. I've worked multiple lifetimes already, done working. Problem is I'm not old enough to retire yet. But I do remember when we were with crappy teams, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say which one. Cause I'm over that part. This is just a funny story. I remember sitting there with one of the athletic therapy staff. And he goes, the train keeps rolling. We're talking about how crappy our franchise was. He goes, the train keeps rolling. People get on, people get off. The train stops, people get on, people get The train keeps going. You know what I mean? Until 
one day there was a big change. But when you're sitting on that train and it ain't nothing changes, it's a long ride. And that's where the flames are at. I'm sorry. It's a fact. I know. And I think they all know it. Sorry. I agree. No, no. My that's deal, exactly Mike. what it is. My idea. No, go, go ahead. Do you have anything on that more while I look this up? No, just, well, just that the, uh, the train keeps rolling. And, you know, it may be going slower than you think. Um, there may be the wrong people conducting it. Um, but you can't look back. So there's no point. Once you, once you remove the conductor and put a new one in, and you're like, oh, now it's running optimally, and we're going to get there faster, and we're humming. You just be, be happy that you make the change when you make the change and you're rolling. Don't look back and say, ah, but we could have done it earlier, right? You got to make the change now and try, and try and get this team back on track. But the problem is they're just not making those, those moves. It all starts at the top, for the love of God. That's going on my tombstone right there, and it all starts at the top, period. It got to go on my... Look at the Chiefs. Them giving the trophy yep. to uh, the Hunt kid again. I'm sitting there watching him take his, get the trophy and give the speech. I'm like, you're very well spoken for a rich kid. I feel like he was raised right. He's around my age or older. You know, he looks good, but he spoke well. It's like he had a speech ready to go, but he wasn't reading from anything. I mean, this guy's bright. What a shock. And his team's in the Super Bowl every year. It's, it ain't a coincidence. Right. Um, we're going to break and come back with audience takeover. Moose, you got a 12-minute break until we bring you back for hour two. So go smoke them if you got them, okay? You got it. Moose, going to go have a smoke break. We'll be right back with audience takeover. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Yeah, it's just us, you and me. Moose, we've given him a break. He's outside puffing a dart. So that means it's audience takeover, as we said. Uh, So we got a lot of topics on the table. Jay in Winnipeg writes, and he says, I'm curious, Rod, why is he called Moose? Bad breath, hooved feet. I don't get it. Jay, do me a favor. 
Go to your laptop and Google Moose DuPont right now. Google it. And then get back to me. Preferably in this hour. Monty in Saskatoon says, I'm working at Montana's in Saskatoon, Rod. Signed, Monty. How about that? Breaking news, everybody. Monty's working. Monty's working in Montana's, which, <laughs> incidentally, I love. You football people, you football fans will remember George Cortez, five-time Grey Cup champion, offensive coordinator by the Calgary Stampeders, was head coach in Hamilton. We went our thing. Me and George, we used to go to Montana's every Wednesday night for all-you-can-eat ribs. Beef ribs, I might have, like big suckers, like Fred Flintstone ribs. And uh, George says, you know, Rod, across this league, people talk down about Regina. I tell them, we got everything in Regina y'all do in the big cities, but we only got one. But we got it all. We got everything you got in the big cities. We just only got one. We got one Montana's. It's all we need as we sat there munching away on our all-you-can-eat beef ribs for $13.99. Me and George, very good friends. Uh, Mike in Hawaii writes in. He says, my team is the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm very excited about the draft lottery. Can you imagine? I wonder what they would do. Macklin Celebrini? Back-to-back number one overall picks. They can make, change things in a hurry. Um, John Ohm. Ohm. Winnipeg Jets fan. He writes in and says, The All-Star Game weekend could not have come at a better time for the Winnipeg Jets. Time to regroup, refocus, and recharge for the home stretch. Yeah, the, the losing both ends of a... Home and home to the Leafs clearly didn't sit well in Winnipeg. Yeah, see, and to be honest, I, you can't be into everything. People are writing in here about AEW. Allie in Texarkana says, I like AEW. It's all of the ones from WCW and the good ones from WWE. See, I, that's another language to me, and I'm too old to go diving into lockers, to quote Lou Brown. Jeff the Stamps fan says, but now there are many pretty girls in wrestling, unlike my day when all you had was the fabulous moolah. What was wrong with the fabulous moolah? And it was China. I know what you're saying. Uh, hour two coming up. Uh, more with Moose and Arash will be with us from Minneapolis, uh, Baltimore as well. Stick around after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.